want to listen to the podcast live, head over to twitch.tv slash crossatlanticgaming and join us. You'll see some excellent gameplay by Chocolate Bear, even if he does say so himself. You'll see the podcast at weekends and you may even see some beautiful highlights of some fantastic plays. Once again, twitch.tv slash crossatlanticgaming. See you there. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 89 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host Risky the Kid and joining me this week is my co-host Moose. What's up guys? And in our rotating third chair this week, community member and good friend of the show, Kaboski. Hey, long time no see guys. Feels hey, like Gabs. it's been forever. It has been. Yeah, you told us about a whole new life that you've had since we last talked to you. Well, since I haven't gotten a call back from you guys, I've uh, went through a mental breakdown and got a new job, moved. Sorry, we put chocolate in charge of all the answering machines and messages, so I'm not sure. Must have slipped through the cracks. Uh, Going to talk to the mailman now. You did tell us in your updated uh, living accommodations that you no longer are living in an airfield. Uh, surrounded by jet engines, so <laughs> yeah. For anyone who has listened to the podcast way back, there was an episode where at my old apartment we had a furnace furnace heater, but whenever it kicked on, it sounded like I was at an airport <laughs> and the planes were taking off. So obviously, now that I moved, we're now we have electric baseboard heating, and that's that's just a thing in the past anymore. That noise. So there should just be no background noise this whole entire episode. You're welcome, everybody. Yes, unless my dog starts barking. That's fair enough. That happens on my end of things all the time, so don't worry about it. <laughs> no, no. Um, before There's we get into the show, I did want to make a quick correction from last week, and I don't know how I screwed this up, but um, I gave Mass Effect 2 a nice happy birthday and said that it was 20 years old. Not even yeah. close. Dude, I was feeling super old when you said that. I was like, no, there's no way. <laughs> Time Me really too. flies, huh? Yeah. And I was like, well, I am old, so and like years just run together at this point. So maybe it is 20 I thought years. For old. some reason that it was on the f- the original Xbox and I'm like, wait a minute. I didn't yeah. I should have said something, but I obviously not. I I published that thing and it was like the same day that it went out. I think I got three separate DMs that were like, dude, Mass Effect isn't 20. That's ancient. It's like, oh yeah, all right. Well, I read it right. I uh, said it wrong. So, my bad. Happy, At least you remember it's birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Mass Effect. <laughs> Maybe in 10 more years I'll, I'll get it right. We'll see. Anyways, another week in gaming. What have we all been getting into? Let's start with guests first. Kaboski. Yes. Divinity Original Sin 2. I know you guys have been working on this for a little bit now. What's, uh, mm-hmm. what's the status update for this game? I don't know how far we are in this game. Uh, f- uh, me, community member, member Shine, Castle Willkill, and Specto Blasto, who is a close friend for Shine, we decided to do a four-player co-op campaign in the game uh, every Wednesday for like two hours per week. And I don't even know how far we are. I don't feel like Googling it. I don't. Kind of, I kind of don't want to spoil it, but I do think we're getting close to the end, maybe. Who yeah, the hell yeah. knows? I would say it's tough when you're only doing 
two hours a week. You're kind of like, if this is an 80 hour game and you're doing two a week, it's going to, it's going to take you guys a bit. A couple of years. Remember. Oh yeah. I is don't there, remember. Uh, is there like main campaign missions or something? So, like where you could gauge approximately like how far you are? Uh, I think so. He doesn't I know, even there's know like, if there's main campaign <laughs> missions. How long have you guys Uh-oh. been playing this game? Like a year? <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, probably like half a year now. Uh, there's like main story stuff. I'm sure you can kind of like just skip some of the missions that you can do. I think a lot of it's kind of like one of those like RPG games where you kind of create your own story kind of aspect. So you like can... Dungeons and Dragons type deal, right? Yeah, and... You could just go and you could be a murder hobo and go to towns and just kill everyone. <laughs> uh, jump it's on a, the next train to I'm Detroit. Murder hobo is a term in Dungeons and Dragons that oh. is basically a person who just goes into wherever and just kills everyone they see. It's like a serial killer. Yeah, so you, you could be like that player who is like, oh, you went to the blacksmith. I stab him in the neck. And you... That's like all your like actions are. It's just like, oh, this kid just gave you a gold coin. Yeah, I just knee him in the face and kill him. He's just the guy that ruins all of the fun for everyone. Yeah, there are. That was. I guess that's kind of like a thing where like it's just like that a hole who uh, you don't want to invite anymore. Yeah, Leroy there... Jenkins, if you will. What'd you say, Moose? Was it? Is it Leroy Jenkins? <laughs> that kind of, was, yeah, he kind of ruined it. Kind of exactly uh, what he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. God. What the? No, Leroy. Somebody crunched the number. Leroy <laughs> Jenkins. That stuff is hilarious. That was a good video. Um, what was I gonna ask? Oh, you're talking about the murder hobo. Can you actually kind of do that in this game? Like, can one person kind of go rogue in your group? <laughs> Yeah. And like ruin things for you essentially. You can, yeah. I'm, pr- I've, I've ruined a few things before. Right. So, and there's like friendly the fire game. and stuff, right? So you can kill each other and there's friendly fire. Each other. There's yeah, there's friendly fire. There's every NPC is killable. I would say uh, a good example is early in the time we were playing, we're in this like island, and in like this little like hideout area, there's like this woman and I think her daughter or sister or whatever, and. My character's more of like a thief, so I was sneaking around and stealing stuff, and she caught me. So, so you had in to that, put it down. Yeah, so I, so I put out my daggers, <laughs> and, we, and we got into a fight, and then we ended up killing her, when reality, you don't have to. There's no reason to, but my, my, uh, myself getting caught ended us fighting those two and getting her killed. Yes, okay, so you can definitely mess up missions <laughs> for your yeah. team. Uh, so if you guys agreed that Cabo, we're not gonna kill this girl, okay? And well, you stole from her and then ended up having to kill her, ruining yep. everyone's fun. I think out of the four of us, I've probably been the most guilty on starting <laughs> unnecessary fights, but I'm we have had our fair share so far. Not good. Just the instigator, instigator yeah. of the group. Because I think I'm like the sneakiest guy in the world, and then next you know it, they're catching me. So maybe not. <laughs> Need to up that sneak skill a little bit. Yeah, no, they just re- recognize a random bush in the in the building. Or maybe just don't try to steal from everything you see. Be a nice That's guy. True. It's because he's so nice in real life that he needs to play as these evil <laughs> thief liars. He just goes complete in heel in every video game. It's like GTA. Like you would never do that in real life. Uh, that's a good point. That is a good point. Speaking of GTA, good though, are you good, Cabo? Yeah. 
man, you just tossed me a meatball there. I got to hit it out of the park. Speaking of GTA 5, Moose, you beat another game. Add it to the list, sir. I don't understand. <laughs> You're just a gotta go. These just games are gotta so. Go. Some of these are so big, I and know. they're just getting knock them down. Just gotta keep, you know, go to the M, go to the F, go to the T. That's all you gotta do. Just keep going to those, and the story just keeps continuing. But all the side story missions are really awesome in this game too, and it like unlocks heist characters. So like anytime you see a little blueberry on your map, you should stop and go help them because they can be helpful people in your heist and they'll take smaller percentages. So yeah. Cause I remember tip. I didn't do a ton of the heist stuff, but I remember that you could hire different people with different skills. Right. Like you could yep. hire a really good driver or something that would give you a higher success rate of getting out of there, that kind of thing. So you could pick up like mm-hmm. better people from, yeah, but they'll, that. they'll do it for like 4% as opposed to like 15 so okay cool like some people you help out and they're just like oh i really need a job i really need to do a job and you're like well i'll keep you in mind if something comes up blah 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 and then you just go through like a basically like a rolodex of all these people and like there's this one chick that's a driver and she's got like all of her stats are like almost boosted all the way up and she takes like four percent of the cut that's so that's, yeah and most of them are like 10 to 15 i'll say that's probably great then yeah, my last heist, I walked away with like $36 million. They should really take a look at uh, the books and see how they're getting screwed here. <laughs> right? <It's> like... <laughs> nah. <laughs> Just let the boss man do that hard work. So, um, yeah, it's a great game. I, you know, I never really liked GTA because I didn't really ever play the story missions. I just messed around on it, basically usually waiting for somebody to get ready to go or something. So I just, you know, get five stars and shoot rocket launchers at helicopters and but it's got a great storyline and at the end there's a big choice that you've got to make you basically got you've got to kill one of the main characters or basically you have to live with looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life and i made a tough decision but I had to put one of them down that's all i can say i guess yeah it's weird because i was gonna be like moose no spoilers but then right. you have to think that this game has been out for what six years yeah it's like years five this years this right is, 2015 i think yeah this is totally yeah. all of our fault that haven't seen it <laughs> yeah out but there, i'm not gonna spoil fault, it guys. just for your sake risky because i do that enough for you appreciate you <laughs> so but me and cavo chose two different things i know that for mm-hmm. sure oh yes. nice yeah so uh, made, Go Did ahead. you guys talk about how it affected your endings at all or anything? It, does it seem that like drastic? I don't think it really does. No. no, I. Yeah, it's just Tough my character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think it really affects it at all. To be honest with you, it might give you a little bit more story from you know whoever you don't knock off, or I don't know what happens if you don't choose to kill them. So it just said that basically you've got a target on your back if you don't take care of one of these guys. But don't you know the game's ending? So you should be fine either way. Yeah, but hypothetically, you know, you can't have Franklin get killed. That's like the best guy in the game. That's true. He doesn't deserve it, that's for sure. What do you like what do you think about Lamar? He's gotta be the best like NPC character. Yeah. That was Franklin's friend, right? Right. Yeah. <clears throat> One of those guys sounds exactly like Snoop Dogg for a while. <laughs> I had to look it up, but I I don't I never did. But I swear, our Snoop Dogg was one of the um, voice actors. That, like that wouldn't surprise me at all, really. Right, he loves video games. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like he just kind of puts his hand in everything. Like, 
anything he can get his hands on. It's like, yeah, I'll, I'll do some of this. Do you ever watch that terrible reality TV show we had? <laughs> yeah. The, which one? The the game show? Or... Yeah, the game show. <laughs> yeah, that game was, uh, that show was awesome. Uh, just from a quick Google search, it doesn't look like it. But this guy no. had like his cadence and his like you know that like West Coast just swag the way he talks. It sounded just like Snoop. That's funny. So, but it's a great game. If you haven't played, you know, through the campaign, I suggest do at least that. Now that's on Game Pass, you've got really no excuse. Yeah, how long did you check? Oh, I guess it's really tough to check GTA hours because the amount of right online, online hours. <clears throat> I don't know if it separates it, but it says I have like thirty six hours in the. I want to say that's how long it took me to beat the campaign. That that has to be separated then, I would think. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. That's not. That's actually way shorter than I thought it was. If that uh, is yeah. close to accurate, I was thinking but, like seventy hours for some reason. Yeah, and I still got tons of side missions to do. And then if you buy the businesses, they've always got you running errands to do stuff. So the the play, replayability and you know the gameplay is almost endless in that game. And then you've got GTA Online. That's a whole another. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which really I the think only... there's there's free money right now if you go on to GTA line GTA online, you can uh, just by logging in you get free cash. Oh, nice! There you go, <clears throat> GTA online players. Yep. Nice little tidbit. Can you keep playing the game like you were playing it, like the online version? Then yeah, like, as like Franklin or something. Like you yeah. can just keep doing jobs and keep buying like better houses and stuff. Yeah, because after the credits roll, you literally just like stumble into one of those three characters' houses. Okay. And it like gives you the map and, you know, everything's there. So as long as you talk to people and open up the side mission content, then you should have stuff to do. That's cool. Then you don't have to worry about the people in GTA online who just spend all of their real life money on shark cards and have like <laughs> yeah. helicopters with homing missiles and all that fun stuff to just blow up all your nice cars. Yeah, like I, I guess there's some sort of baby mode that you can play, but uh yeah, I think I remember that being th- like passive mode or something mm-hmm. where people can't attack you at all. Exactly. Baby mode. I like it. <laughs> but you know, I'm all about it. I'm playing everything these days on easy mode just to, you know, get through them at this point. I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody, you know. Yeah, uh, you've been gaming long enough. You got nothing else to prove. Exactly. I got enough Dark Souls games in my library if I want a, a challenge. I'll send you back Sekiro. Yeah, you can do that too. You done with it? <laughs> if I die, yeah, it's, I'm pretty pretty close to the end here. Yeah, my I'm mad sure. gaming ninja skills. Yep, right past that that first boss fight, right? Yeah, nailed it. I'll uh, get that in the mail tomorrow. Sorry about that. We're the same. Um. All right. Cool. So you're good with GTA Five. Good story. Good everything. I mean, yeah. yeah. And I would say that game still holds up great. It's still they're still updating it. All the right. time, so I'm looking forward to GTA six whenever that is. I feel like it's coming soon though. Yeah, I got super invested in GTA online for a while, um, when it first came out. Like I to the point of like running the same races over and over in my like car because it was like it. it was like the quickest way to get RP and money yeah. and go in with three people and whoever's turn it was to win the race, the other two would just try to wreck everyone else and then you just take turns with someone getting <laughs> first and the other two just being goons essentially. Dude, so, we would do that for like hours every night. It was You became a GTA troll, out. essentially. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're that yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh yeah, GTA six will be I can't even imagine, dude. With how right. fleshed out day one. Yeah, definitely. Um but with how fleshed out GTA five is at this point, like yeah, and hopefully I, some of your stuff carries over. I don't know if, like, maybe 
maybe you can get some money like your lifetime earned can kind of go into it. but i guess they probably want everybody on a level right. playing everybody field starts over right it just sucks when like the people that do spend all that real money and invest in all these things in game how it's just kind of like gone but they've also had that stuff for years and years right. and years at this point it can't so. last forever yeah definitely true um all right cool gta 5 good game good game another game pass game you've been playing a risky oh no uh no it's on there i'm pretty sure yeah. life is strange too yeah i thought so i saw it on the list when i was looking through it today then i messed up and Uh-oh, bought it on did Steam. you spend money <laughs> you goose <laughs> Wait, will someone please look that yeah, up right I'm now? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now I talk for you about on this. my Game Pass I'm gonna, app. I'm just going to jump out my window here. So how was high school treating you? <laughs> uh, yep, yeah, Life well, is Strange 2, Episode 5. Just Episode 5? Just, I'm not yeah, sure. Say. It might just be Episode 5. I feel like something That's they would like really to do weird. there is to put like Episode 1 in, and then if you want the rest, buy them. Let me just do a quick search. Go ahead. Talk. Um, I mean, I think I picked it up from CD Keys for... Like twelve bucks or something. So I mean, it wasn't that expensive. Either way, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's all there, bro. Oh, I'm all, the all five episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so anybody out there that's thinking about buying this, it's on Game Pass. Oh, I'm gonna make this game <laughs> so bad that you don't even want to download it for free. Perfect. I'm just kidding. I won't do that. Um. All right. Yeah. So Life is Strange too. If you're uh, not familiar with the Life is Strange series or this genre. Uh, it's very Telltale-esque. Lots of walking around, lots of conversations, lots of stuff to click on um, and get some exposition uh, about the area and the people you're talking to and whatnot. Um, Life is Strange 2 picks up. It Obviously, this whole game is sup- it's one big movie or extended TV show. So it's tough to talk about specifics, obviously, uh, but to set the game up, you are a 16-year-old named Sean Diaz, and you have a younger brother, Daniel. Uh, a tragedy strikes earlier in the first episode, and you guys end up having to go on the run uh, from the police, obviously. And uh, throughout the next five episodes, you're kind of just filling in the role. I think you're 16, and your younger brother's 9. So throughout this adventure that they're going on together, you're... Not only trying to be a good brother, uh, but you also have to be kind of like a father figure. And a lot of the choices that you make in game, because they do lay out a ton of choices for you to make, um, not only for yourself, but also for your younger brother. And you have to kind of guide him the way that you want him to be raised, essentially, because that's what this whole thing is. You're, you're building up towards this fifth episode where you can see the choices that you've made throughout the first four and how you've raised Daniel, essentially. Um, Sounds like it, God of War. Uh, <laughs> no, not at all. But <laughs> Not as gory. <laughs> boy. Much murder. Do you boy. yell boy a lot? <laughs> if I called him boy, he would probably kill me. Uh, and that's one thing. So this is, and this was in trailers for the first one, so I'm not gonna really going to consider it a spoiler. Uh, but your younger brother, Daniel, the, the reason this tragedy happens is because he gets super uh, angry and he creates an explosion, essentially. And he has these tele like he has like telekinesis. Um, and so he's also learning to cope with these powers that he can't really have uh, front facing like to 
the public, I guess. Like, they can't be public-facing powers, obviously. Right. Um, so he's like a X-Men, <laughs> but he hasn't figured out how to... Or just puberty. Right. Uh, that's what happens in <laughs> this game, I guess. You go through puberty and you just get your, your superpower. Um, <laughs> now, he's the only one you run into with any type of powers like this. So it's kind of just guiding him through uh, the tragedy that you guys experienced in the first game, raising him... Uh, and also trying to teach him how to use this power, uh, when to conceal it, when to use it, that kind of thing. Um, but like I said, it's super uh, story-based. It's And it's it's not a bad story. I don't think it's as good as Life is Strange, uh, the original, which, as Cabo alluded to, was a lot about high school girls and their drama and uh, what was going on in that uh, <laughs> town of Arcadia Bay. Um this is a little different than this. This is a big road trip adventure with your brother, kind of bonding, growing together, uh, and dealing with different areas. Each episode, you're in a completely new area, which is kind of cool, uh, communicating with completely different people. So you get all sorts of awesome dialogue, audio. It's written really well. The protagonist, Sean, I think can come off as whiny at times. He kind of like you're always afraid that he might just start crying that's kind of like what his voice sounds like so that kind of got at me eventually by the end of the game uh but as a 16 year old going through all this stuff having to be a father having to leave your friends and your family and your school and all this it, it kind of makes sense but it might have been overdone a tad bit um and then the only other real nitpick i had with the game is that they there was definitely a big uh political element to the story because Sean and uh, Daniel are Mexican um, so you get a whole bunch of like the wall talk and like going to the border and you you run into just racists in general um, so a lot of that is kind of force fed to you whether you want it there or not and depending on which side of politics I guess you're on it maybe you like it or you don't like it I just don't want it in my games at all, but it's definitely there. So. I was about to ask you, which side of the fence are you on there, Risky? Oh, like I would say that <laughs> on a podcast that I send out to a bunch of people. Um, Come on. No, there's there's politics everywhere, though. I don't think they need right. to be in games, and this was definitely... Uh, y- you know exactly where Don't Nod sits, uh, which oh, yeah. side of the wall they sit well, on. Well, you can kind of guess, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, for sure. It's a story so, about yeah. immigrants. Um legal immigrants to be fair there weren't illegals uh-huh. or anything but a lot of the people they run into are that's what they're going to call you uh, uh, so it's it was good overall it's not as good as the first one though for sure in my opinion um but did you yeah, play the little mini mini series between them um yeah so i mean you had life is strange the first one then they had before the storm which was like a prequel to that and then they had this weird it was like uh, Boy wonder or something like that captain spirit there you go <laughs> was yeah. the name of it um and in episode three of this you run into him actually okay uh, that's one thing that this game or like their worlds are good about is kind of linking them together but not in a big way like on your adventures you do go by arcadia bay which in Life is Strange 1, um, a potential outcome could be that that whole city got wiped out. Um, not in my playthrough, and that's something that you have to pick at the very beginning of the game, is whether or not you saved Arcadia Bay. Uh, so I saved it, and then you actually get to, like, you're going over a highway that crosses by it, so you can, like, overlook down into the town. It's stuff like that. 
um, just little nods to their other games, which right. is kind of cool. It's like same town but different neighborhood type deal. Uh, yeah, and they, they were just kind of, like I said, it's a road trip game, essentially, so it's kind of just okay. a, a spot on the map. Gotcha. Uh, but with the Captain Spirit stuff, I actually didn't play Captain Spirit, so I didn't know a ton about him. Uh, but you run into him and his dad and their kind of life, and you have like some decent interaction with them. I probably would have gotten a lot more out of that if I had played um, that game. But either way, they kind of tie the, those things together loosely, and I think that's cool, just how they're kind of creating this world. Um, but Got you, yeah. your story fix. Yeah, I definitely did, and I finally beat a game in 2020. Proud so. of you. Woo. Did you do it in January? Um, I mean, I did it before the podcast in February <laughs> released, so okay. that's close. Sure. <laughs> just, no, I just definitely a... finished this uh, yesterday, so it would have been February okay. 2nd. So well, you got You got one extra day this month, so. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> I have to pick another short one. Uh um, yeah, but if you're into Telltale games, if you're into like Harry or Harry, <laughs> okay, <Whoa>. heavy <laughs> heavy narrative. <laughs> oh wow! Jeez, man, to actually spend money else. on this game. <laughs> uh, I'm not even gonna cut that out. Um, yeah, if you're into heavy narrative games, um, this is definitely one worth checking out. Um, a lot of walking around, a lot of talking, but this story is there. Like this is if this was like a Netflix series, and each part was two hours long. Like I would have been fine watching the whole thing it's 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 worth a play for sure especially since apparently it's in game pass and <laughs> everyone can play all five Ooh. episodes for free <laughs> sure can. so so how would you okay so i've played the walking dead i've played the wolf among us i've played season one of the minecraft story mode where would you rank this series in because i do have that and before the storm i on ps4 um Talking about Life is Strange 2 on its own, or just in general? Like, well, that's the thing. I think Life is Strange tale, 1, I guess. Story-driven games. Yeah, Life is Strange 1 is kind of... I just think it's... I think it's so much better than 2. So it's kind of... I would put that... That's probably maybe behind The Walking Dead Season 1 for me. That is probably my favorite like Telltale game or heavy story-based game. Um Wolf Among Us was also really good, though. Uh, it's up there, though, dude. It's kind of with the first one. You definitely have to get used to some cringy, like high school dialogue uh, that seems like it was written by a forty-year-old trying to be a fifteen-year-old girl. <laughs> so you kind of do have to get past that because it, it's there once in a while and it is kind of cringy. Uh, but the overall story there, and there's a whole mechanic in the first series with time travel. Like uh, your main character can reverse time. Uh, so you can kind of mess with your choices and go back if you don't like something. Uh, or It's used in a bunch of unique, creative ways, and you didn't really run into that in this game. You kind of had your brother's telekinesis, so you could do some interesting things, but not really stuff that changed anything. So uh, I would definitely check out the first one, though, if you have it downloaded. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do. It was like free on PS Plus like way back the whole season. I remember that because I suggested a coworker get it, and I don't think she ever played it. So you could be my new coworker and try it out for me. Sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's life is strange, though. You know, you need to know what you're getting yourself into before you play any of those types of games. Um, but yeah, good stuff. Um, all right, let's go back over to Kaboski. The Division Two 
what is happening there? Do we have an update or anything, or I, why are we playing Division? Just because <laughs> the Division, right? Yeah, basically. I kind of had one of those over the weekend. I kind of had like one of those gaming funks where I just sat there and didn't really know what I wanted to play at the time, and then I was like, the heck with it. Let's just boot up the Division 2. And this is on my PlayStation account, and as I've mentioned before, I've got up to like the world tiers on the playstation account and i decided just to on saturday and sunday basically garbage monster it up and get all the way up to get like them all the way up to world tier five dang that's like that's like end game isn't it yeah that's like yeah yeah because on the xbox i'm already on world tier five there and when I got on the PlayStation, I was, I think I was like World Tier 2. Okay, so that's not, I mean, that's still a that's decent what, amount of time for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's what, yeah. two main story missions and a stronghold for every World Tier, mm-hmm. isn't it? So yeah, yeah. That's, that's some that's some grindage there, Cabs. Yeah, and just clearing out those outposts, usually 90% of the gear you get is already over your score, over the score limit, not score limit, over what your current gear score is, so getting up to like the required before doing the stronghold was is like the quickest like can, I can do because of the strong like the little outpost you can clear out and that that's just quick leveling then essentially yeah, pretty much i think that's like the same in like anthem and destiny 2 where you start like until you get to like up to like the highest score level i think just pick like just equipping whatever's the highest number and getting like your light level or your gear score up there like eventually it's just you're just going to start getting higher scored like drops so you can just keep on grinding up there eventually like you're not going to get the weapons and armor that you like but you'll you'll get the uh you'll get up i think that to my opinion that's like the faster way to rank up those levels and like the the numbers yeah. have you uh built any exotics yeah nope. cops yeah, that's some that's some tough work this time. You don't. I think you can still get random exotics dropped, but I haven't gotten one other than um, like pieces of gear. But I, I think I, you can get guns dropped. But the like the hard way to do it is like grind out different missions to get different gun parts and then build it yourself, yeah. right? I I got yeah. I never looked into that. I got a drop maybe on Saturday. It was a pair of gloves that were okay, like a three fifty gear score. So eventually, once I got surpassed 350, I just didn't need them anymore. Right. Yeah, they're no good to you after a certain... Because I think there's a way that you can level up your gear, though, right? Oh, really? Yeah, you have to go to the the crafting table inside the uh, the White House, I believe. I knew in Destiny. That's what I loved about Destiny was the infusion. I think it's a fusion where mods. you uh, dismantle a higher light level gear and that light level transfers to that weapon you want it for. Right. Yeah, it's it's the perfect way to do it because, it, like you were saying, if you get something sweet but you know you're going to out-level it in an hour, it's kind of like, well, that sucks because I might <laughs> never get this specific drop again. The yes. uh, I feel like that's kind of like how those games go, though, is that it, you kind of just deal with whatever you have until you get to max level or like near it and then you start min maxing and like actually building builds that kind of stuff yeah so you kind of just suffer through using a bunch of weird mediocre stuff that you might not actually like playing with 
Yeah, it could be like a combination. I'd just be like with like a light machine gun and shotgun or a sniper rifle and shotgun. It's just like at that time, it's well, it's the highest gear score and I need to get the faster drop. So what you see is what you get kind of mentality. No, yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense though. Do you think you'll ever be raiding on either console? Probably on Xbox because I think with the community here and like I think there's more people that play Division yeah. on the Xbox. Uh, I got on PlayStation because there was there was a community that were on the like there I I fell for this numerous times where oh I don't have it right away but everyone on the PlayStation side is playing it and then as soon as I buy it everyone's like flew like fell off of it and we're done <laughs> yeah it's like oh hey guys I'm level ten and they're like oh yeah we haven't played it in months yet like okay cool <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later bye all right cool let me know when you're ready to want to play ever again and you never hear from them again <laughs> oh it's so sad yeah but it's definitely happened to me though. I feel like it happens to, or like for me, and when Anthem first came out, and I just played a thousand hours of that in like a week, right. and then I was like, I think I'm done. And well, yeah, like, everybody it, was when we reached yeah. that point. Yeah, I guess that's true. But when you hit those games so hard, and then like other people can maybe hit it like eight hours a week or something like a normal person amount of time, <laughs> and you're like, I did that twice in one day. It's kind of you just leave people in the dust and you, you, I don't know. It's that's tough when, when you consume content so fast. That's when Garbage Monster first came out, wasn't it? I yeah. think it was Anthem, yeah. Yep, Anthem and then right into Division 2. And then I went on vacation and everything was ruined forever, right, Moose? Yep, yep. ruined that game, that's for sure. I think I was at World Tier 5 and that's this is what I'm saying. I got to right. World Tier 5 and it's like, well, I have to wait for like five other people to get up here. And by the time that happened, I was like, oh, I'm i've been over this game a month so i know exactly yeah. what you're talking about you got all the way up to max level and we're waiting for that last uh stronghold to open up and then you went on vacation oh. and you're like meh i don't want to play that anymore let's do something else yeah that happens my my mind it just goes wherever it wants i can't control it at this point i understand that's why i'm playing the next game that we're going to talk about <laughs> What's the next game we're talking about, Moose? Battlefield Five. What is happening? <laughs> I'm uh, are you checking out the new the South Pacific stuff? Nah, uh, not yet, but I will be. I am playing through all the war stories. Oh, nice! That's just like the campaign, the single stuff, player right? stuff. Yeah. So um, it's pretty cool. It's beautiful. I forgot how good this game looks. Holy cow! It is like even the multiplayer in that game is yeah. Just, the water's gorgeous. The skies are gorgeous. Like the scenery is so beautiful, and there's a war going on around you. <laughs> so, um, you know, explosions, vehicles explode, buildings explode. Everything that you love about Battlefield, it's good. You know what I mean? The campaign they actually put some effort into. So I hear it's short, which is good for me and my my goals this year. But uh, I'm loving every minute of it so far. Is this one set up like? Yeah, because Battlefield 1 where you're doing, like, multiple different war stories, like mm-hmm. different main characters. Mm-hmm. Okay, it is. Yeah, cool. there's five five different war stories, I believe. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I touched any of those. What's one of that? Or what one are you working on right now? Well, the first one was, like, a prologue, and it's just kind of like a crash course into each one. And then the second one, I believe, is um, in France, and that's where I am right now. So, and there's, like, you know, there's obviously... 
tons of different objectives you have to do in each story and then once you do something the objective it it unlocks something else for you to do so you don't know when it's going to end until it comes to like a big culmination and the music in it the score like the voiceovers everything is it's like a movie it, it's really good yeah and when it looks that good it's kind of right. like it all exactly. just comes together perfectly yeah and you know i'm jumping in anti-aircraft guns and blowing planes out of the sky and then sneaking around and stealthily killing like a whole patrol and like you know it's it's checking all the boxes for me right now so you can't ask for much more than that can you right and they've got a, a new update coming up actually this week so i got more about that in the news sweet so Is you're there? just getting ready for this new update you betcha and there's uh there's some some division two news two cops Sweet. Yes. So. We can get into that in a minute. Stay tuned. But first, let's get into some Game Pass Roulette. All right. So, our current, well, ending this episode, Game Pass Roulette game was the untitled Goose Game. I don't know if you guys have ever played anything like this, but I don't think I have. <laughs> it's pretty, yeah, it's definitely different as far as games go. It reminded me, did either of you ever play Donut County? No, I didn't, no, but it, looks, it looks like a lot like Donut County. Yeah, I kind of was getting like weird Donut County vibes the whole time. And mm-hmm. that, Rocker might have even brought that up at one point, just like being mischievous animals and doing right. ridiculous things. Can't wait for um, this year's mischievous animal game can't wait i hope what do you hope it's gonna be i hope it's a moose that makes so much sense (laughs) (laughs) bear would hope it was a bear of course he would stupid stupid answers questions not answers sorry stupid question um all right anyways (laughs) um untitled goose game so um this is a essentially a puzzler right and Mm -hmm. disguised in a cute little animal game yeah, it's it's really well, uh, it, it's like hand drawn. I would right. say. Uh, yeah, it like, almost looks like uh, like if you ever like if you have kids, baby first or like the pre Nick Junior stuff. It's like very simply drawn. Almost looks like almost like South Park when it first started. You know, like everything yeah. is super simple. And they don't waste any any details or anything. It's just just enough to get the details in, and that's nothing more. But I don't even know if you needed anything more than that. No, I think, exactly. I, I think they really nailed it. And, like, the movement. So, essentially what you're doing um, is you get into each level, um, and the levels are kind of just connected together. You're in, like, a small town, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you get in there, you get this little checklist that's written on a piece of paper uh, with super obscure objectives that you have to do like when you get into the first area there's this farmer who's like working in his little garden and you need to the one that i got stuck on because moose and i talked about this before the show uh it was like hey did you have to look any of this up because some of these you sit there and scratch your head for a while and you're like i have no idea what this is even trying to ask me to do (laughs) right um but the first objective i got stumped on was you had to it i think it literally said make the farmer wear his other hat or something right. oh my yeah, god put on his sun I hat feel, when i put on like his well, sun how hat. do i make the sun come out this is ridiculous oh that one it, like i was like how the hell am i supposed to do this i was 
thinking I had to knock it off the door, all this stuff. And But when I really thought of it, I was like, oh, my God, I feel like such a goof. That's, I think once you see it, you're like, oh, that was right. easy. Yeah. But, yeah, I was bringing his, like, big Gatorade cooler over to the door and, like, thinking I could hop up onto it and grab his hat yep. or something. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, that's, that's really all this game is, is you have this goose who can do things. He can honk to get your attention. He can grab onto multiple things throughout a level to, uh, mess with them, essentially Mm -hmm. just carry, pick them up and drop them wherever he wants. Uh, and then you have the objectives, like another objective on that first map is make a picnic, uh, with like a thermos and a radio. So you kind of have all this stuff, uh, that you have to grab from the level and the human NPCs in this always are just trying to push you away, essentially, or take whatever you have. So you kind of mm-hmm. have to deal with that where when you're making this picnic, you need to steal all this stuff from the farmer. And if he sees you uh, and he tracks down your little picnic, he's going to keep going over there and trying to take his stuff back. And you're trying to put the stuff on there. And it's the game is pretty ridiculous. It's super short. I think there was three, like, main areas and right. then you kind of backtrack in the final area going through every like you get to your final objective and then you need to go back home essentially Dude, i saw like the shortcut i did it on accident at the very beginning of the game so i figured out how you don't have to run through the whole level to like with to unlocking gates and stuff yeah because where you drop it into the canal you can just drop off in there and swim back to your place and it's all yeah that's a good call um but yeah, what'd you guys think about it? Uh, Kaboski, we'll start with you. You played a little bit of this, right? Yeah, I got up to, I guess you would say the third level. Mm-hmm. I finished the first two. Uh, do you find Did you find the second one easier than the first one to get this stuff done? That there was were like the two little things street I got market. hung up on. Yeah, like, with the, like the nerdy kid with the glasses, yeah. the phone booth, and then the little market. Do you find that checklist an easier one to do? I got hung up on two things in that one. It was uh, get on TV and then make the kid switch his glasses. Those are the two things that hung up on me on that, that level. Wait, repeat that? Make, make his kid what? Make the kid change his glasses. Okay, yeah, those ones. I, so the TV ones, once you once you scare the kid, in, have you done it? Or have yeah, you yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I did both. Yeah. Yeah, well, that, was, that was one thing Moose had said is that he got. Didn't you do the TV part differently than yeah, yeah, Cabo yeah. and I did? Right. So How did yeah, you did it with walkie-talkies? Yeah, with the walkie-talkies, and then they come out to see what you're doing with the walkie-talkies, and you run inside. Okay. Yeah. I, the I kid made the guy the fall. <laughs> I made the guy. I made the kid fall like way over on the other side of the map. So she never saw it outside the window. Okay. So yeah, I was with Cabo where you kind of you. <laughs> Push, you scared this poor kid into a phone booth and then she comes outside to see what's going on and then yeah. as soon as she walks outside you're like well I snuck inside and switched the cameras quick to my face <laughs> the make, make someone buy their own product was that was terrible three or four times just because <laughs> just get all of his money <laughs> lady you keep making me rebuy this I swear <laughs> I just bought this twice <laughs> Like it was ten minutes ago. What the hell do you mean? I gotta buy this again? <laughs> no, you pay me now. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, so I mean, it's. Uh, I think I. I feel like I beat the game in like an hour and a half, maybe. Yeah, um, it's fairly quick if you can. If you're good at puzzles, for sure. Yeah, I'm not. So. 
<laughs> that's one thing I had mentioned before was that I think if you sit there and think about them long enough, none of them were like super challenging right. you just kind of had to sit there and then it, it would kind of just like click eventually like oh well duh because as soon as you know how to do the thing on the checklist you're like how did i not know that like mm-hmm. this was the easiest thing and i couldn't like the, figure it out like the yeah. sun hat well, yeah, exactly <laughs> like the sun hat dude the one i had to look up because i was like no this is impossible this dude's not gonna change hats like he no. likes his beret He's he likes changing. that hat way too much yeah but um, who knew you had to, you know, do what you had to do. Right, yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, yeah, that's all you're doing. You're moving from uh, level to level, marking off your little checklist. And once you get to the very end, you collect your final objective, which <laughs> I don't it's, Are we worried about spoiling the But well, they show you at the beginning of the game what your final objective is. You just don't know it. Did that's you do true. any of the hidden ones? Okay, I did one hit one, and I thought I broke the game. <laughs> so, in the very first level, the dude, the farmer guy, has a little fenced-in garden, uh, and he has keys to unlock it. I stole his keys while he was outside of his garden and then ran inside of his garden and dropped him on the ground. So, he couldn't get into the garden. Locked him out. <laughs> but then I couldn't get out of the garden, and I was like, oh, crap, did I break the game? And then after a while, there's like a little spot over to the left of the garden where you can actually walk out of it. Um, but yeah, I put the oh, dude's can? keys in there and then locked him out and got an achievement. It was like, lock the farmer out of his garden. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> did you guys run into any of those? I did that one, and I did the one in the market area. That was... Uh, do you care if I answer, just spoil it? No, go for it. Uh, make the kid fall into the puddle. Oh. <laughs> did you did you do you have to like untie his shoes or something? Yeah, so I put his I think I put his uh plane in the puddle and then I just untie <laughs> his shoes and then start honking at him. <laughs> he just gets a face full of water and pavement. This is uh, just it's, Rockstar's bully game and goose version. Much. Yeah. It it's like perfectly animated and it's just the most like whimsical, fun little puzzle game. It's just like I don't know. I don't really have any complaints about this game besides maybe the price tag. I think if I had bought the game for twenty bucks, I would have been like, "Oh dang, that yeah, was that was really short." Two um, hours of joy. Yeah, and, and even at that point, like. But I guess the hundred percent that game is quite a bit more difficult because you have to get all of those tasks done within a certain time limit. Like there's speed runs on every level as well. Is beating the secret missions and all that so there's quite a bit more to the game than just beating it you know your first playthrough if you actually just go through it yeah that's true um speaking of speedruns though we can get into some of the community feedback for this one uh rocker wrote in and said that he has everything done in the game except for the speedruns that you're talking about um he said it's an a plus game for sure yeah uh, the speedrun part, I think, would be interesting. Like once you do know those puzzles, just trying to get through that as fast as possible. Because there is yeah. a, a stealth element. I want to say, like when you get to the restaurant portion of it, you have to set a table with a bunch of like plates and forks and knives and stuff. And there's two NPCs that I feel like are just walking back and forth all the time. Yeah. So if you get caught up on one of them during like part of a speedrun, you can kind of get screwed there. So I can understand how that would be pretty challenging honestly but yeah, and I, I know the first one because i saw it after i beat the, the level it's like you have to beat the whole first level in seven minutes 
is the first speed run challenge. So yeah, and like that seems. I think I did it in like thirty minutes. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> it took me a while I think to I, get the first one done. I, I took yeah. thirty minutes per section. Plus so. that 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 includes me looking up one of the answers. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Um, and then Ladonian also wrote in, he said, this game is ridiculous. I only had time to play through the first level, had a blast doing it. It's a super creative premise. And I like how it doesn't really hold your hand trying to figure out how to do anything. It took me a while to figure out some things, but it was a fun puzzle game. I think this would be a perfect switch game on the go. I'll definitely pick this up again. Once I complete all my current games, definitely a hit for me. Can't wait for untitled cat game or untitled raccoon game. Ladonian, if you're into untitled raccoon game, go play donut County. If you want to. Hang out with a mischievous raccoon. That game title cat game is just knock everything off a table. Right? That's all I could just like use your just mouth. See how to much of an asshole you can be this. during the day. That's, That's the all. Title cat game. Break the three lamps. <laughs> yeah. How quickly can you get thrown out of the house? <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah. Overall, though, like I said, I don't. I don't have much to complain about. It is a fun little puzzle game that I think was done really well. Like the whole premise behind it, like Ladonian said, is super creative and fun. Um, definitely a hit for me. How do you feel about it, Moose? Definitely a hit for me as well. I've got to go back and get all my achievements to finish it, though. There you go, Kaboski. Definitely a hit for me. I still want to get my fiance to try playing it. That would be oh, that would be fun. Just watching, <laughs> like knowing the answers to the puzzles, and just watching someone else struggle with it. That's why I kind of wanted her to play it first, just because, like, now they know what the answers are. I don't want to be like, just go over there. Right, you're so going to get stupid. so much more frustrated. <laughs> like, no, pick up the tulip. It's so easy. Come on. Here, let me just take it. I'll do it. <laughs> and she never gamed again. Nah, I, 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 I and like, me knowing, I feel like she would be like, why don't you just tell me? Just tell me that I'll go in the other room, okay? You beat it. <laughs> Cops, <laughs> uh, you want frustrating you just get my wife in front of the witcher and put her in a pool where she has to swim oh god <laughs> oh man that game I, finally I, I, yeah at one point i was just like give me the controller just give it to me <laughs> that game is like probably like is my one of my top games this generation like best right. game ever but man yeah. the controls sometimes are still like yeah they don't make sense sometimes exactly yeah or they, yeah, they just don't work the way you want them to or the way you expect them to. Yeah, well, they don't work like controls work in games five years older. So, mm-hmm. you know, we expect these these old games that are kind of timeless. The stories hold up, but as far as the, you know, the user interface and the controls of the game, they're still kind of archaic. So, yeah, anybody, have a little patience with them. Anybody gone back to Mass <clears throat> Effect 1 in the last few years? It's, it's rough. I saw but it on uh, so Game Pass. Good. You saw it on what? I saw it on Game Pass when we were looking for uh, new Game Pass games, but didn't make the cut. Have you played through that series? I played Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3, and Andromeda. What a weird... You just omitted the first one? I didn't have a PlayStation then. I, wasn't it on? No, I it was on, on that Xbox. X360 too, wasn't it? Ah, I, for some reason, um, I, I got into Mass Effect 2 because the guy at GameStop was just like, you like shooters? you like RPGs, you should play this game. There you go. I mean, if you're going to play one, play the best one. Right. So, um, I, They only got worse from there. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> I don't know. Mass I effect. enjoyed Andromeda for what I played of it. I played it like six months later, though, so everything was fixed. I didn't say they got bad. I just said they got worse. <laughs> There's a difference. I promise. Okay. 
right. Sure. Um, okay, so that's going to wrap up uh, our Game Pass Roulette game for January. So looking forward to February, uh, we picked a game that isn't going to be out for another week. Um, so keep that in mind. Uh, but you do have three weeks after that to get all your feedback in. The game we're going to be playing is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, wisps. That's a fun word to say. <laughs> Enjoy that in your speakers. Um, so, yeah, this is the sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest. So it's going to be a Metroidvania platformer. Uh, if you played the first one, you kind of know, you know what you're kidding yourself into. No um, isometric. What? It's not isometric. No, it's not isometric. 2D platformer. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, it comes out on February 11th. We'll be going over this on the podcast uh, March 3rd. So try to get in your feedback uh, just by, by March, I would say. Uh, it's going to be episode 93 that we'll be going over all that. Obviously, we'll remind you guys uh, the day it comes out that it's out, and then you can start playing it. Um, I think it's going to be a good one, though. I liked. I didn't get all the way through the original Ori, but what I played of it was a ton of fun. So yeah, and it was super well made. So yeah, it's beautiful. The story's great in it. Um, the gameplay is great as far as a platformer goes. So I feel like the I'm music excited. was also like top notch in right. the original Ori as well. So yeah, definitely uh, looking forward to this one. I uh, hope you guys are too if you do have any feedback for it once we start playing obviously in discord we have a game pass for that channel so feel free to post it there or reach out to us uh however you need to but yeah uh or in the will of wisps is going to be our next game pass roulette game yeah buddy all right that's Thanks, it's just Gabs. awful, isn't it? <laughs> Can you repeat the title of the game again? Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a child. I was giggling. Wisps. You can't... No, it's, it's tough. Anyways, let's get into some news. All right. All right. Okay, let's, Jinx. Let's, Let's start out with some uh, Apex Season 4 news. A little update from last week. Everything you knew last week, forget it. <gasps> so, uh, Forge is dead. <laughs> the guy they introduced <laughs> last week. Yeah, they shot him in the head like a, the day, a day later. Uh, so, they had another uh, little trailer or cutscene that came out. And uh, Forge was being interviewed by the game show host or whatever she is. And then somebody came in and shot him in the back of the head. So Forge is dead. And the new character now is going to be Revenant. He looks like a Terminator-style robot that is here to just kill everybody and everything. So uh, they had a new gameplay trailer that highlighted the new legend, Revenant. Uh, his abilities, uh, the new charge rifle, a quick look at the changes to the World's End map. And uh, then they showed a couple of Revenant's abilities. So he has a smoke buff that he can add to himself as well as his teammates. Uh, who knows what that does at this point, but we're sure to find out here soon. And then also he's got some sort of uh, rocket launcher or grenade launcher embedded into his forearm, as you know robots do. So it uh, looks pretty cool. Um, and it's actually going to be live today as you're listening to this. So go get your season pass. I know I'm going to be jumping in with the bear. Risky, did you get um, did you get hooked yet? I should have put this at the very top of the show, guys. The real <laughs> Apex Legend is here. 
I know. So, I saw you got a win, right? I played my first four games since I've been back. I played two one night and two in the morning, and I won two of the four. So, I mean, this game's not that hard, guys. 50% win rate? <laughs> Let's go. I wonder if it's like Fortnite and it just puts you with all the noobs. Yeah, exactly. No, I can safely say that the next, like, ten games I've played since then, I've not come close. So, um, it's fun, though, and I haven't played it, obviously, in so long that this the map right now, I was just like, what? Where am well, that's I? That's a different map, dude. That's yeah. a completely different map from... Ex- yeah, I could tell. <laughs> yeah, so they have two maps now. One thing I loved about this, just the the map in general right now, is that stupid train that just mm-hmm. goes all over the place. Like every time I just train. wanted to, I wanted to land on the train because there's just loot on it, and trying yeah. to land on a train with your parachute, I know chocolate couldn't do it, so I didn't no. do it. That's probably why he, I was doing it. He drops but, like a rock still. I, like yeah. he plays so much of this game, I don't understand how he just can't get a grasp of. The falling he, he got so good at just holding down the b button to relinquish his jump master <laughs> yeah. that like and he doesn't need to learn relinquishing jump master but then pinging the shit out of where he wants to go <laughs> i don't want to get us there but i really want to go there <laughs> exactly um no i'm definitely down for some apex i don't know if cool. i'll buy the season pass or anything but uh I, I did have fun with the matches that i played um yeah until i just ended up getting wrecked by kids i feel like it's a, it's like with any of these battle royale games. I only succeed kind of playing smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm probably gonna win like fifty percent of my gunfights, so I need to have the jump on most people, and you're gonna get there by playing smart. And that's kind of my battle royale expertise, if it is anything close to that. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those rules apply into all of them. So exactly. So it's all about positioning, and you know, having better positioning. Getting lucky with that circle, too. That's important. Yeah, no doubt. And the loot. Yep. So, um, yeah, if everybody's been waiting, today's the day. Go get your your Apex on. Um, Next thing up, uh, Resident Evil 8 news, possibly. Uh, Some game details have been leaked last week by at Charlie Claire. Um, They've also been kind of confirmed and corrected by another guy, Aesthetic Gamer. Uh, so the game will be in first person. It'll feature werewolves. It's not necessarily Resident Evil 8, though. It could be just a spinoff or um, something else. Uh, basically, the second leaker, as I said, Aesthetic Gamer, uh, came in to clarify, and he said that they this was the project, Resident Evil 8, about a year and a half ago, but it's since then has split off into what could be a completely different title. But uh, Capcom is working on a uh, werewolf game, and it could be tied to Resident Evil. So that's about all the information they have. And um, Aesthetic Gamer also said that they'll have a Resident Evil game out next year, 2021. So I know we don't usually speak on speculation and rumors, but these seem to be pretty solid. So we should probably hear something from these guys soon. I bet they uh, launch something or announce something shortly after PlayStation comes out with the new PS5 stuff. So, you guys play Resident Evil? Yeah, love the series. The uh, I didn't play the last one. As soon as you put horror games into like first person perspective, I just like lose it. Too scary. <laughs> I can't. That's do what the anymore. rumor is saying too. It's gonna be another first person. Yeah, shoot. it's like gonna another, be in no, first person. Sure. Which I mean makes sense because wasn't seven like super well received mm-hmm. like because yeah. of those changes and because it was a good game. But I think people actually enjoyed the new perspective. Um, yeah, 
cool yeah i guess i will see <laughs> yeah i'm just curious to see whether these werewolves end up being in a you know a completely different game by themselves or if they end up tying it into the resident evil franchise because like i said it was initially planned on being part of the resident evil 8 game and they may be going a completely basically it, what i saw is they scrapped that idea but they they like the ideas of these werewolves so they're putting them somewhere else cool so stay tuned to find out where these werewolves are going yeah so this story is for you cobs and all your little hacker buddies uh, this next one um did you guys see about the xbox bounty program they announced last week missed it yeah so here's the uh, the official announcement from Xbox. It says the Xbox Bounty Program invites gamers, security researchers, and others around the world to help identify security vulnerabilities in the Xbox Live network and services and share them with the Xbox team. Qu- qualified submissions are eligible for bounty rewards of 500 to 20,000 US dollars. So they said, come get me, son. Yeah, this is like the best <laughs> job interview. Right. <laughs> Like the best screening process that Microsoft can do. Like, yeah, if this guy keeps catching these, uh, we're probably just gonna hire him. That's so. what the FBI does. And these guys keep hacking into the FBI. They quickly get a job at the FBI. <laughs> it's a dangerous game to be playing. Right. Trying to hack into FBI databases <laughs> and take a gamble that you're gonna end up uh, on their team. <laughs> well, I, I'm pretty sure they're not gambling for that. They're just you know kids trying to see what they can do, but. You know, too much time on the internet. So yeah, Cobbs, you gonna you gonna st- try to hack into the mainframe at Microsoft and get you some cash? Yes, actually, yes. I'll just send the people who <laughs> hacked into our servers at work. <laughs> you know, so, there's actual money over here. <laughs> yeah, right. So before we start recording, I told these two that uh, start after you started my new job, a couple months in, we actually over the weekend we just got ransomware into our servers. <laughs> and they, they infected them with a the virus. So our IT team has been all over the place with no sleep and shutting our servers down. Well, you got to tell your IT team that Microsoft's looking to uh, squash yeah. some other stuff. So get over there. <laughs> yeah, right. I just think that's a uh, you know a world bounty. Put a, they just basically said, "Come get me. See what you can get into." I think, so. I think it's smart. I like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, uh, Risky, I know you posted this one in news. What do you know about Archetype Entertainment? <clears throat> did I post something about that in the news? You did. That's okay. Um, it's it's a self-autonomous company of Wizards of the Coast. So, they're the creators of Magic, The Gathering, uh, D&D, a bunch of other card trading games. But they're uh, getting into the gaming business. Um, a couple of developers... Uh, ex-developers from Bioware, James Olin and Chad Robertson are working um, at this new company and basically as the heads of this new company. And they're under the umbrella of Wizards of the Coast. But like I said, they're a a self-autonomous company that's going to run themselves. And um, they're developing a new story-driven epic sci-fi RPG and the choices are going to matter. So Bioshock, Mass Effect, think of that type of RPG. They're working on it. I just think it just sounds like we know how you described it. Like, oh, it's a sci-fi RPG. Where your choices matter. And I'm like, we've Mass heard effect? this. Yeah, we've heard right. this Every... numerous times. <laughs> but I mean, you can only do so many new things anymore. It's just like yeah, and they don't want to give away what they're working on without 
you know, having a working title, having everything set in stone. So they, yeah. you know what I mean? They can only give up so much information. So they've got to be very vague at this point. Yeah, right. They'd but, be like, you shoot your first person and it's a shooter. Yeah. I just think it's the, the big news here is the two Bioware guys have, you know, joined forces and they're working on something together. So, um, if you look up these two guys' uh, uh, resumes, they're, they've got some pretty good games under their belt. So Star Wars, The Old Republic, Dr- Dragon Age Origins. Yeah, buddy. Stuff. And the fact that they're under the umbrella of Wizards of the Coast is probably a really good thing, too, RPG-wise. Right. Yeah, no doubt. They can always tap into the creative minds of all those card creators and storytellers. And, you know, that's all those guys do, right, is create new. Pretty new, much games and new stories to use their cards in yeah they're the big one, tabletop company yeah i guess huge that's that. what you say yeah yeah oh, yeah for sure um one thing maybe we should be worried about is that chad robertson was the head of technology for mass effect andromeda so yeah i think one of them was like one of the leads on uh uh, Anthem as well. So he, he I was think also were... the live service director for <laughs> <Yeah>. Anthem. <laughs> he was one of the rats getting off that sinking ship. God, it's like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but I think as far as live service, I think that game worked great, didn't it? We never had any problems linking up, did we? What An- uh, Anthem? Yeah. Remember from launch day, you couldn't even get in there. <laughs> so Other maybe you had cobs. some but... issues, maybe. <laughs> so yeah there's another rpg coming out so I'm, I'm sure we'll hear something about that here soon the best type of rpg though it's in space yeah sci-fi Woo! so um did you guys pick up warcraft 3 reforged last week no <laughs> i heard i shouldn't <laughs> well if yeah. you did you can get a refund no questions asked now <laughs> so <laughs> um, as I was looking up this story, their current Metacritic user rating was 0.5. No, my God. No lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 0.5 out of 100. Um, <laughs> and that was with 22,000 ratings. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's basically being review bombed at this point, but it's got some pretty big issues. Uh, glitches and bugs galore. Uh, they messed up the previous client version so that people that were trying to play this or that were actively playing this game from, you know, 15 years ago, it messed up all their games so they can't even play them anymore. Um, and it showed, you know, the reveal in 2018 showed a bunch of things and then what they delivered was something completely different. So it, it feels like an old bait and switch type deal. Nobody's well, happy. This hurts <laughs> my feelings. Didn't they show like... Like the cutscenes are going to be different from like a different perspective, like way closer to the actual characters. And then when it came out, it was just the same exact yeah. cutscenes that were yeah, already in the is. old game. Yeah, yeah. And like they did, Yikes. they put like an upres machine on it or something. They didn't even really do anything to it. So um, everybody's been pissed for the last week, or I think it came out on the twenty eighth, so the last six or six days or so. And um, so now Blizzard, as of today, is giving out refunds to anybody. That's played the game no matter how many hours you've put into it. No matter... <laughs> they're basically just saying, give us the game back and we'll give you your money back. Sorry about that one. So Blizzard's doing good with the gamers again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that what we're going to call it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Making friends in the gaming business. It's just like... What kind of annoys me is that they did this or whatever, but I bet you lots of people won't 
even try to get refunds or anything and like the amount of money they probably made off oh, this yeah. just from like mm-hmm. upresing it and that's the only promise that they kept like oh uh, it's, it's just kind of gross and i didn't even look to see what the price is but i'm assuming it's at least 45 bucks right i hope it's less than that 30 maybe but would it surprise you if it was no. if it was 60, 60 that'd be a yeah. freaking insult <laughs> well we've been there before Hold on, destiny a few times yeah right warcraft 3 yeah. reforged yeah I didn't know. someone from sucks. didn't somebody from xbox just go over to blizzard too yeah mike yabara mike yeah yabara went over. yeah he was like their new like pr guy wasn't he I hope he was in their ears, like guys. No, please no, don't. don't. Please do don't make me launch this. this. Not ready to go. No, no. no. And they're thirty like, no, bucks. Send it. Thirty bucks. Ugh. That's standard edition. There's spoils of war edition, which is forty. And looks like it just has in-game stuff and some goodies like a Hearthstone card back. Fun yes, stuff, perfect. Huh? It sucks because this game was Warcraft Three was one of my top awesome. games of like all time. Like yeah, me too. Just doing skirmishes. Yeah, I. That and I used to do the custom matches all the time. Right. So just stick with the OG one on your computer. But you can't now. No, because they just ruined that. The new. That's what I was saying is the new. Oh, it messed up the old game. Yes. It completely changed everything over to the new game. Oh, like I even if I still have the discs. Yeah. I think I still do. Yeah, even if you still have the, you have to download an update, and it's going to be this new jacked up version. Cool. Perfect. Yep. So people are stoked. This is yeah. good news. Lots of good news. <laughs> Happy gamers everywhere. Do we have but, any good news in the news? Yes, I do. Especially for cops talking about Division 2. Um, episode 3. It. Yes, sir. Episode 3 <laughs> is coming out this month. There's still not a date to release, so I'm assuming it's going to be at the end of the month. But uh, there's going to be two main story missions. Uh, we're going back to New York. It's going to be in Coney Island. So uh, the two st- main story missions are going to take place in the Coney Island ballpark. I think the Cyclones play there. Is that right, Risky? Uh, that that sounds right. They definitely yeah. have a team <laughs> down there. Yeah, and then uh, the other one will be the Boardwalk Amusement Park. So um, you're you're it's going to continue the story. It's going to be pretty heavy story driven. You're in search for the scientists that might have the cure for the disease that has taken over the world, basically. But uh, he's being held by the Black Tusk. Um, so you've got to infiltrate, break him out, and you know save the doctor. So also there's going to be uh, some new encounters with uh, some of the cleaners from Division One. They're still left over from what is it five or six years it's ago? Just is the that flamethrower dudes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So there's uh, there's going to be new flamethrowers. There's going to be a new actually new special specialization character, and he's going to be a flamethrower. So uh, once you build up that that what is it? It's like power ammo or something like that you've got to build up a meter and then it unlocks your super and that super will be a giant flamethrower so that's pretty sweet um there's a new color changing exotic it's called the chameleon smg and um that's about it so get excited go back to coney island and like i said before episode two was really good it had the zoo and the pentagon in it so there's tons of content in there you can still play have you played any of episode two cops no no. I didn't play episode one either. Yeah, Division Two. That all episode one was all the main story. Oh, that's not. Okay, yeah, that's all. The, so, and all this stuff is free to anybody that owns the game. Yeah. So, Cobb, you you were grinding when you didn't need to be. You had new content. You could be playing. 
I know. Well, I just got the World Tier 5 maybe yesterday oh, okay. near the end of the day. So. Gotcha. Do you have to be World Tier 5 to play any of uh, Episode 2 or 3 stuff? I assume you do, huh? No, I think you could do it whenever. Okay. Well, I definitely suggest you check out the zoo then. That that was a fun mission. Yeah, I got to get on there. But uh, sometime this month, they're going to have uh, Coney Island unlocked. So I'll be back in Division, at least checking that out. Do you think that they'll extend that into New York anymore? Or do you think we're just getting like this small little portion and they'll leave it at that? See, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure because I think this is the last episode of their season pass plan, uh, isn't okay. it? So I, whatever it is, it's going to cost money. <laughs> I yeah, think this is the end of their free content. Yeah, because March is when the game first came out. So right. I'm, so I'm kind of kind of excited to see if they have anything going like, here's year two. Right, and then gets me gets like me like really back into the game, even though I feel like the community hates me. Uh, <laughs> the division community or our community or both? No, the division community. I felt like <laughs> one. There was a Discord I joined. I was like a division like group podcast kind of nonsense, and this is when the the Vision Two just came out, and I found an ex not an exploit. There was a glitch in the game where one of those like world events where it's like the supply drops and for some reason the game didn't register that I opened the supply drop. So every time I just op- like reopen that supply drop and grab the stuff, it lets me do it again. So I kind of, yeah, I kind of like abused that like glitch and I mentioned it to that discord and some guy was like, well, you shouldn't be doing that anyway. You're That's scum. You're game because scum. Of- just because, yeah, basically. I bet you were shooting a loot cave for three hours, too. <laughs> yeah, right. Just because it's there doesn't mean you should be doing it. I'm like, okay. Sorry. Thanks, mor- moral compass of the gaming world. That's how like, I got kicked out of the Forza Horizon 4 community. Did you really? <laughs> Exploiting the game. Yeah, no, broke I just broke the game, the game though. <laughs> made it not fun for himself anymore. Cabo, I got to a point where I had so many loot boxes to open in oh, Forza yeah. Horizon 4 that it annoyed me that I had so many of them, and that's like what people grind for that <laughs> whole entire game. So I just still have like 187 of them just sitting there. Like, now we're done. We we messed this up for ourselves, and we can never go back. That was because of Mixer, right? Yeah, because you could. Well, yeah, you no. Could farm Mixer. No, because no, that was the uh, Goliath races. That yeah, they so it was exploited this, for like three days. You'd set the biggest race in the game uh, to like a two-player game, and then one person would drive ahead like a quarter mile, and, and then the other person just reverses past the finish line and then crosses it. <laughs> well, no, that person had to quit. So the person behind you would quit, and then you would get awarded uh, All rewards the essentially That's for right. like a fifty-lap race of the biggest racetrack. Like every time you did that, so it took like thirty-five seconds, and you're getting rewarded for something that should have taken you like three in-game hours to complete. Like, yeah, it, it was end up with like a million rep every race. Yeah, dude, it's just uh, I wish I didn't figure that out because that literally ruined the game for me. Because I was like, well, now I have nothing to play for. I I don't regret much, but that's one of them. Yeah, three was better, anyways. There you go, unpopular opinion for sure. <laughs> So, uh, up next, did you guys see the uh, the new Final Fantasy VII trailer? Yes. Sure did. So, it, it reveals a new theme song, and then uh, shows some character models, as well as teases new storylines, including Roach. Comes out April 10th. I know you guys are both stoked for this one, right? The amount mm-hmm. of 
cloud cross dressing that they yeah, showed in this trailer. I didn't trailer. know if I wanted to mention that or not. But yeah, he's definitely wearing lady clothes. Well, it was weird because I remember that being like a controversial thing when this remake first came up. People were like, are they going to do the cross-dressing scene? And with this trailer, they're like, oh yeah, we're going to do that cross-dressing scene. Don't you worry. Here it is. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, here's all. Here's the whole entire scene in this one trailer. It literally seemed like half the trailer. And now he has six different outfits to choose from. Uh, yeah, I'm pumped for that game, though. It's going to be so good. So, yeah, it's not much longer. Just got, what, about a month or so? Two yeah. months? Should Can't be wait. a month, but they 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 yeah. delayed it for a month from us. But, but then you have to wait another three years for part two to come out. So it's just. Yeah. I, it, it'll probably take me three years to beat up to part two anyways. <laughs> I don't know. Was, the way you've been knocking out games, you might fly through it quicker than you think. Yeah, but Final Fantasy is different. It's, it's hard for me. These ones aren't uh, turn-based anymore. I know. That's why I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So, um, here's some more news, uh, updates, keeping continuing games. Uh, Battlefield Five update. So, Chapter 6 is coming out uh, this month. It's actually, I think, Thursday is when it comes out on the 6th. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> and it's going to go, it's called Into the Jungle. So, it's going to be a new map. It's the Solomon Islands jungle map. Looks pretty cool. Uh, I don't think there's a single player campaign in it. I think it's all multiplayer stuff. But uh, there's new weapons, uh, new elite commander that you can unlock, and um, the new map. So it all looks cool. It's all beautiful. It's completely different setting from any of the other maps that they have. So you know they just keep trying to improve upon this game, and you know hopefully we can come back and play it at some point. That's uh, kind of how like these dice games go. I feel like they right. kind of like have rough launches, and then a year yeah. or two later, they're like some of the best games on the market. Yeah, because isn't mm-hmm. Battlefront Two a dice game? Yeah, and apparently it's really fun right now. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, that's they all anybody so can talk about. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's about time to get into Battlefield Five. They finally, you know, give them a year, year and a half, and it becomes <laughs> a good game. Yeah, we're good to go. <laughs> so one last thing: um, Outer Worlds is coming to the Switch on june 3rd of this year that's pretty awesome yeah you can carry that uh rpg around it's what 25 30 hours one playthrough but you know the possibility and choices are endless so i could see somebody playing through that game 10 times so um, unless you guys got anything else to add about the news i think that's about it for the news this week boys we did it all right oh now it's in the garbage that's it. Our right, work we is do done. Have, we do have some new games coming out this week, though. Uh, not a ton, but no. Uh, Monster Energy Supercross Three is coming out this week. The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance Tactics and Zombie Army Dead War Four, which I actually just saw somebody put up a review of that uh, and said it's really good if you're into the other three. So <laughs> it's um it's just like uh, Sniper Elite, I believe, but it's just it's, a, jo- a zombie version, right? Yeah, I think it's made by the same people. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, right? It yeah. is. Um, awesome. I think. And then that the, could be fun. The Dark Crystal game, I believe, ties to the Netflix series. So. Oh, uh, I, I knew that name sounded familiar, but yeah. I couldn't think of why I had heard it's of it. It's that weird Jim Henson, it, Fraggle Rock like puppets, looking stuff. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. So, but it's a it's a tactics game, so I figured you might check it out. Yeah, sure. Um, we also have games with gold for February. Uh, you've got from the first, well, 
now through the end of the month, you have TT Isle of Man, uh, Moto, and then Call Moto of GP type game. It's what? It's a Moto GP type game. Okay. Um, and then Call of Cthulhu, which I actually thought looked interesting. Uh, that's from the 16th of February to the 15th of March, so you still got a couple weeks uh, until that comes out. For the 360, Fable Heroes is from the 1st to the 15th, and then the original Star Wars Battlefront for the OG Xbox uh, is also, I'm assuming that's all month. Or I want to say it's it's mid-month to next mid-month. I'm double-checking for you real quick. Okay. It's either from the 15th to the end of this month or the middle of March. So when the 15th comes around, just pick it up then if you're interested in uh, yep, the Yep, February old... 16th to February 29th. Okay, yeah. Star so Wars. mid-month to the end of the month for Star Wars Battlefront. Man, I see, I bet you that's one game that we have like really fond memories of. Right. That... No, I, I tried it. It sucks. I say it's probably garbage <laughs> now. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I used to love that game so much. Uh unfortunate um your playstation plus games for the month of february the bioshock collection and the sims 4 uh if you do have psvr firewall zero hour is also free for the month so go out pick all those things up lots of free stuff um that's it i think that's it we did it we did it oh congrats everybody uh i'll plug this up for us here we go Rate us on Apple Podcasts, not iTunes. They're mm-hmm. two different things. If you want to keep up with us on a day-to-day basis, hang out with us, hang out with Cabo, hang out with Chocolate, hang out with all these great people. Uh, we're over in Discord. Links for our Discord are in the show notes. If you'd like to support the show with your hard-earned money, you can head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Um, next episode is actually our next Patreon drawing, so you still have some time to get in there if you're interested um as always we want to shout out our top tier contributors contributor chaotic thanks for the support as always yes sir thank you buddy um another way that you can support the show we do have a merch shop um links for that are in the show notes as well just pick up pick up whatever great cross-atlantic gaming gear you need we're not having much of a winter here in new york but um (laughs) no hoodies are good all the time right so Pick one up. Good news from the Moose Front. I think we're going to have a snow day tomorrow. Again? Oh, yeah. That's what we do. The snow melted here like a few days ago. We're just... It's the beginning of February and there's no snow on the ground here. It's so weird. Dude, it was 74 degrees here yesterday. And there's still snow everywhere? No, it was all gone. But now there's snow everywhere. 74 yesterday and a high of 36 today. Huh. That's really weird. Global warming's not a thing, dude. It's fine. We'll be okay. what we do. Uh, if you want to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, we are at CAG Podcast. And if you need to reach out via email for anything, CAG Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to find me, I'm at Risky the Kid everywhere. Moose, how about you? Moosenstein8314 everywhere. And Kaboski, if the people want to play some Division 2 or whatever with you, where can the people find you? Find me at Kaboski at everywhere. Easy peasy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, well, first off, before we go, Kaboski, thanks for being on the show. It's been a while. Yes, thank you for inviting me. We'll have to do this again now that you don't live near the airport. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good plus. Now you don't want to be like, oh, do we really want to deal with him? <laughs> Just keep yourself out of the doghouse, Yeah, that too. I keep myself out of the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyways, thank you everyone for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. See ya. See ya. today bro i think i'm doing knock knock jokes this month uh that's probably better than offensive mom jokes they're just about your mom well yeah well, that's why i'm offended <laughs> <laughs> all right what do we got going on on the joke front in february do, you, do we have valentine's day jokes moose is that a thing um no okay that's fine sorry uh, i do have a dad joke and a knock knock joke all right let's hear them so when does a joke become a dad joke? I don't know. When it becomes apparent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Anybody else got one? What uh, did the flame say to his buddies after he fell in love? What? I found the perfect match. Whew. That was a good one. Good Valentine's Sweet. Day one. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Knock, knock. Who's there? Cow says. Cow says who? No, a cow says moo. Oh, God, I'm dumb. (laughs) Silly risky. (laughs) (laughs) All right, one more. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hawaii. Hawaii who? I'm good. Hawaii you. Oh, my God. I don't like it. (laughs) That's too bad. Yeah, I think Cobbs. Uh, there's one I'm looking at right now. That's it's gonna be like a this. It's gonna be like a conversation one. So, guy, you're the most average girl here. Girl, wow, you're mean. Guy, no, you are. Math jokes are funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah, got him. <'em. laughs> I hate it so much. Yeah. <laughs>